What's going on, everybody? And welcome to a conversation with Shelby Green. This is episode three. I am your host, the main man, Big Daddy Cooler, Shelbo, Shelbo. You can call me Shelby Green. And joining me today, the first ever guest in the show, long time come. What up, J Bo and Jared Easterbrook? What's up, man? Good to be here. You excited, buddy? Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, we a long time. First off, we got to open these up. Swig of Sun King for the working man. That's that's damn good beer. That's a good ass beer right there. Actually, I had that when I went to Kuma's last time. That's a good fucking place to get beer and uh, have a good burger. Uh. So we brought us together here today. Obviously, we're gonna talk about the Batman movie. Everybody knows we went and saw it last weekend. Everybody's been asking me on Facebook and everything else that I've had. They've been like, "Man, why have you posted a review? I've been I've been saving. I've been biting my fucking tongue." Oh, I know that's how it happened. But <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Gonna, I haven't given my personal review, but I've been. Sure. I, I, bet, I bet you're just like, I gotta go see it again. I've, oh. I've only seen it once, and I was gonna go see it Friday night. I didn't have the time. I should have went Friday night. Plans got changed. I should have went. Yesterday, obviously, I went to sidelines and shut a fucking strip club down last night. I blame you, Daisha, and you, Christy, for that. I'll you brought, you know, I'll drink that. that. <laughs> I'll take a shot of fucking. <laughs> mm. That's good beer. So, yeah, man, um, yeah. So, I think we all tell people how we met, you know, how we got introduced to each other. And I think the story was we went to um, David Nordmeyer's one day for a cookout. Yeah. And I ran into you. And we start. It was right around Batman vs Superman was coming out. And I think we started talking one day. He was like, this guy it knows. Was, it was when Batman vs Superman was about to come out. Because I, I was sitting there thinking about it. And I remember because, you know, I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. Like, we actually knew, start talking about Batman. That's what how we got start talking. We were talking about these comments. We were talking about how swole Ben Affleck looked for the role and what we were Dude. excited for and shit <laughs> huge. And I think we start talking about what type of role for the Batman we wanted. What we had, we wanted a darker, more my more serious Batman because we had, had the Christian Bell, we had Savage, King, Savage yeah. and we got that from Affleck. Yeah, definitely, definitely right yeah. up uh, Frank Miller's alley. That, sure. which I told you, when I told you that, I said something like, yeah, "That's Frank Miller's Batman." You about you? I think you wanted to hug me that day. Oh man. Because we got a lot in common. You, we've hung out a couple of times when we watched Suicide Squad here at my place. We had a good time watching that, and we went to the Batman, and God Almighty. So, we're, I'm going to talk about this film, and we're going to break it down from whatever. And I put out there, this is a spoiler-free review. It's a spoiler review. So, if you haven't seen this fucking movie, turn this goddamn podcast off and come back and listen to it, okay? I'm saying whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I'm saying how I want to. And, yeah, I'm just going to let it be known right here, right now. And I think you agree with me. I fucking love this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, dude, I went to watch it uh, for the second time last night. Did you was, Did you walk away wanting more the second time? I yeah. walked away liking it way more the second time. <laughs> I, I mean, plus I enjoy watching movies, you know, multiple times because almost almost every time you watch a movie, you know, mm-hmm. multiple times you catch on to something new and new mm-hmm. every single time. Gotcha. And dude, uh, yeah, went home, took some notes, actually watched some YouTube videos. Dude, it was just right. Yeah. I think the Phenomenal. I think the thing was with me when I went in the theater, you know me, man. I wanted Affleck to get a solo film. I've been the biggest candidate of that for a long time. I wanted Ben Affleck to get his own solo film, where it was like, "Are you fucking serious, <laughs> my man?" Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, my man Jared Easterbrook is a fuck. He brought the Adam West Batmobile, and he brought the Ben Affleck little super, Batman Superman thing. This is and a Joker wallet. This guy, man, is a good time. There you go. Now we're getting into it. So, but anyway, I want Affleck to get a solo film. 
We had the issues with Josh Whedon's bullshit ass Justice League film, and I, Awful. I tell you, the, Awful. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the story on that. The reason why I don't, I stopped collecting Blu-rays is because I knew I had to buy that movie. I hardly buy a Blu-ray nowadays because I, I, I feel like because I collect, used to collect them, I stopped because of that movie. I hate that movie so fucking much. Yeah, that that's how bad I hate that fucking movie. Dude, and to be honest, it really pissed me off because they made Batman. Uh, Bat Batfleck, such a savage in the uh, Dawn of Justice, Batman mm-hmm, Superman, mm-hmm. and then turned right around, and just straight up turned him into a bitch. Uh, they did. They, yeah. they, they made him softer. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it, oh man, that is not Batman. No, it's not the Batman. That's not Batman. No, now, now they toned him down a little bit just to sleep because they want Cyborg and Flash to get a little bit more, and Aquaman got a little bit more shine in that, especially yeah. Cyborg. But he's still the same guy yeah. in a lot of ways. So I think that's the thing. With, uh, That's the same Batman that has a contingency plan to, <laughs> to smoke every single one of them. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, yeah. I, I, dude, when you got a plan to, you know, just annihilate every single person in the Justice League, like, dude, they didn't need to nerf them. I don't know, it's just, that made, that made the movie way, just way worse. Along with the script, dude. And then they come out with the, the, the Snyder Cut. You know, the Snyder Cut had so much more to offer with that movie, mm-hmm. and they took out some of the most important parts, especially Cyborg's background, like his like little standalone part in that film. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that was a huge part of that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Dude, that whole script was just shitty. Yeah, not, not the Snyder Cut, but now, the Joss Whedon. You know, for a while there, I didn't blame Whedon. I blamed Warner Brothers, but now I look on both sides. Hindsight, I blame both of them. Whedon's a piece of shit, to be honest with you. If you heard some of the stuff he did behind the scenes. Fuck Josh Whedon. There's a reason why Marvel got rid of his ass. And kudos to Marvel for getting rid of him. Seriously on that one. Yeah, that was an unfortunate event on, uh, going, on Snyder. Uh, yeah. Getting, yeah. Having to step away. Yeah, I feel like it, if he didn't have to step away or if he didn't have to split the uh, mm-hmm. you know, directing time mm-hmm. with him, it would have you know, right. been Right. But overall, though... Um, we DC's had a good run since twenty since ever since when the, this this we're gonna talk about the timeline here. Then we're gonna get into the review of the movie. Okay. But twenty thirteen Man of Steel came out, and everybody hates Man of Steel for some reason. I love it. It's a it's a it's, a, it's the best Superman it's best Superman Superman movie I've seen on screen. It's a and I'm we're gonna get into Batman vs Superman because that's more of a Batman movie than a Superman movie in my yeah. opinion. Superman was badass in that film. It's dark. It's it's grimy. I just I gritty. Got some pot, pot hole, plot holes in it, but I love that. Batman vs Superman: The Ultimate Edition is what I've uh, for me. That's the best for me right now at this moment. It's the best Batman on screen until we're gonna talk about what happened. And I watched it, and it still matters to me. Wonder Woman is phenomenal. Yeah, dude. When she entered in the yeah. Batman vs Superman for the first time, that that scene was badass. Yeah, the, the, the scene with with a uh, fucking uh, Doomsday. Doom. No, it was it was Doomsday. Yeah. yeah. And then you got fucking. Then you get the Justice League, which happens. Then they go to Aquaman. Then they do. So they've hit a rough. They've hit a cut. They've had a couple rough patches with the obviously the Suicide Squad cut that we want to see. The Air cut. I want to see that film still. You got the Justice League, which I don't resist. Wonder Woman eighty four is not a bad movie, but it's not good. It, no. It's it's mixed, and I think so many people, like, dude, so many people are so used to the standard just being set so high, like everything has to be absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a good movie. I won't say it was amazing. I didn't like I didn't like the tone they went with. I don't like no, I don't like I didn't like the tone at all. That that was my biggest problem. I know yeah. they went for an eighties tone with it, and I get that because it was eighty four, but it, I did not like that tone at all. That was my biggest issue with it. It was, was you could have done something different. You could have. Made like this, how they did with the first one. Yeah, made it a little bit more darker. I know you want to go with a lighter tone because we're trying to suppress children and shit. Look, man, 
kids go see Marvel films. Grown ass men go see a DC film. But, I, think they, I think they were more focused on. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not against empowering women. But I, I feel like they were. That was like more of their focus for the. Eight I feel like um, what they did with her in the first film was empowerment enough. Uh, be honest with you. Oh, in the first one. Yeah, yeah what yeah, they yeah. they didn't need to empower her anymore, in my opinion. What they did with Wonder Woman, in my opinion, in that film. In that first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That scene when she comes out the trenches. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the fucking shit. That's yeah. the. the Tearing down those buildings and shit, the village, that final scene with Ares, you telling me that 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 is classic. Yeah. That's a classic. But overall though, DC's got a lot of good shit going for I'm excited for Black Adam. I'm excited for the Flash movie. I'm excited for the Aquaman sequel. Yeah, they actually pushed back to Flash and not and, They've uh, pushed him back a little bit and they moved Shazam up a year. They're, they're doing reshoots, so that's what makes me think that they're really gonna keep the Snyderverse like going. Mm-hmm. Well Which, and Man, uh, I was speaking with my brother Jordan Stead the other day about this. And Big it, country. And it was, it, he hit it right on the nail. He's like, look, he's like, you can have multiple DC mm-hmm. movies going on. He's like, it doesn't need to be like the MCU, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, it, the, like the, why do you think we got that standalone Radar Jerker movie that's getting a, uh, getting a, a, uh, a film? The Watchmen thing is not a part of it. Then you turn around, you got fucking, we got the Batman movie that has nothing to do with this. There's nothing wrong with that. People say, well, they need any conclusion. No, they don't. They can do, be separate. That's not... The, the, MC, the, the DC Extended Universe, whatever the fuck you want to call it, in my opinion, if you want to go with that route, my place with my thing, give us what we want. Yeah. Every 90% of that, that DC fan, they want to see the Snyderverse completed. I don't like the fact that in Justice League 2, he wants to do certain things with Batman, and I don't like in Justice League 3 where he wants to go with Batman. Mm-hmm. But overall... You telling me seeing Dark Side on fucking screen was not a mark wasn't a moment where you're like, oh my god, no, yeah, <laughs> Steppenwolf. You know, you seeing that shit, and you tell me Steppenwolf in the fucking the original one looks like a fucking joke compared to the one we got in fucking Snyder Cut. Oh my god, yeah, dude, his armor, his, his armor, armor was bad. Hell yeah. So everything we're gonna go, but so guys, we're gonna talk about the Batman movie, and we're gonna this is how we're gonna do. We're gonna talk this whole fucking movie out. I'm sure Gary took some notes. That's why I didn't watch it. I knew he would have jokes. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about jokes. I mean notes. We're gonna talk about every character, the supporting cast. We're talking about the plot, the tone, the cinematography, the fact that I think the first twenty minutes of this film, if it had gone to tone, was going, it would have been considered a fucking horror movie. And for Matt Reeves is a badass director he is, and I think where he got some some of the stuff he got from. And at the end of this, we're gonna give it a score between one and ten. We're also going to rank the live-action Batman film. There are 14 theatrical reasons, even two animated films. And we'll just go off your memory on that. I can. Okay. And then we're going to turn around. That's, that's, that's rough for me. It's a... Man, that's just hard to pick. And we're going to do... <laughs> and we're going to rank the live-action Batman, the live-action Batmans. Okay. We got... And you're Is Adam Weston included in that? Huh? Yes. Okay. That, that's why I've said the 66 Batman film, the, okay. fan, the, the, the Return of the Phantom Mask, and... The Batman Forever films and with the uh, the other and what the two Snyder, and yeah, and then we have the Snyder, the two Snyder films. Okay. So those those not the Suicide Squad. He's a cameo in that. No. So like oh, yeah. the, so basically the the the, um, the the anime film we got the Lego movie we got. Mm-hmm. And I'll rank them. We'll, I'll pull them up. We'll rank them at the end. We'll start from low. We'll go. I'll go low. You go low. Then we'll go that way. Okay. And we'll build it up. But overall, so let's start this film out. Obviously. The Riddler is the main villain in this. Paul Sanano, is that his name? That's how you say his last name? Dano, I think. Dano or something like that. Can we talk about how terrifying he fucking was in this film? Dude, that dude was off the chain, man. Especially when 
his persona, like whenever he had the mask on, even his voice was different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounded muffled, but it was. I like how it just sounded. It sounded. It sounded scary. So, I mean, it, dude, he knocked it out the park. Oh yeah, my opinion. I've gone on record by saying this. He's the best comic book villain I've seen in the film since Heath Ledger's Joker. He scared the shit it's out of me. Up there, man. The opening scene where he attacks the mayor and the fucking the, the opening scene where he attacks the mayor when he's in the shadows. Oh yeah. That's where I'm thinking, oh my god. Like he had he had the, the gear on like he was a Zodiac killer. If you look up the pictures of the Zodiac killer, the original Zodiac, the, the real life serial killer, the Zodiac look this up. You get a side by side photo of what he was wearing to what the, the Riddler was wearing in that film, you'd be like, Oh my god. Yeah, they, left the left the keys and the, key, the, 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 the notes and shit and just everything that he did. Um, I gotta talk about that badass score after this where they talk about Patterson's narrating about how I'm in the shadows and everything else and they go from pan to pan of the city of Gotham by the way Gotham Gotham that's, that's the best Batman entrance I've ever seen oh yeah and not only that also it's the best look of Gotham I've ever seen in too oh, yeah. in my opinion dirty gritty, gritty gritty rain everywhere oh, yeah. it, 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 it reminded me of the 90s look of Seattle because of the grunge era, the music, and that's why I think the Nirvana theme comes into because. Dude, they nailed that. No, they know that. I've been listening to that, film, that song all week. Like, I be, I, I, wore, I did cardio to that the other day. <laughs> like, I'm, it's a good fucking song. Oh, anytime you hear a good, a good, I love grunge music. Yeah, anytime so, you hear <laughs> it, 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 it's just Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, that whole oh, yeah. the sound. But, like, when you hear that fucking tone of that guitar and you hear that, that, that you hear Cobain's soft voice. <laughs> And you're doing the skyline visual of whatever. To me, I was like, Reeves fucking nailed that. Oh, God yeah. that almighty was like nailed beautiful. that. And then just how narrow he goes, I'm in the shadows and that rain. And people like they the the they're at there's more criminals going around. They're doing criminal they activity. Keep looking into and the, the shadow, like, where is he? Like, is he here? And it's like where and then that subway scene, he shows up finally and he commits to whooping these thugs, these thugs, and it's just like I'm vengeance and the fighting. I was like, "Oh my god!" You heard me in theater go, "Holy shit!" Because we watched oh, it together dude. and <laughs> got the whooping the boys. <laughs> so mm, I'm serious. Whoop their ass, man. Oh, dude. And I was living. I was just especially like when they he got real shitty whenever they put the pulled out the pistol. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, ah, because yeah. this Batman, like, we one thing we liked about Bat Affleck, Affleck did not give a fuck. Patterson's Batman gives a fuck. But at the same time, he's, he's like on the brink. And he's on the brink. He's still young in this. And I think that's what I liked about it. I liked about it so much. Then we go on to, you know, the bat signal. And it's Gordon and him. Jeffrey Wright and me. And this is another thing. I love Gary Oldman's Commissioner Gordon. Jeffrey Wright and me was better. In my opinion, I just felt like his chemistry with fucking... With Patterson on screen was just better, and I think that's where I go off of that. That that just that vibe they got. We're gonna talk about the police scene. I feel like they were more, more of a team. Yes, that. like that scene in the, where they come into the mayor's office and he walks in with him, and the, and the, the police chief says, "Get, get in the fuck!" Like basically, all the time you hear the word "get the fuck out of here," yeah. he goes, "No, he's with me, Lieutenant. I got him." He did. He did that quite. He did that two or three times yeah, he told me. I said, "I fucking got him. Don't yeah. worry about." It. And I, I, go, I was like, "It's and the." Batman it, was even like, he was like, it, he's like, "Are you with him now? Like, like, are you switching up on me?" Right. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that later too because it was just like everything. He he was Detective Gordon. He wasn't the commissioner yet, and I think that was like I was like, "Oh shit!" So we're really stepping back here, yeah. like, and then of course you know. You know, you talk about uh, they go to the scene and 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 this is where we get a detective Batman. We finally get a full on detective Batman movie. 
and we're, we're watching fucking Patterson do his work. He's looking the cow and shit. He's looking around and he's finding clues and they name him off one by one by one by one by one. Man, speaking of the cow, that was a that was a great way that they opened up that movie. And I know that you'll really appreciate this too because you're a huge Halloween fan, mm-hmm. bigger than anybody that I know. Mm-hmm. And in, in the Halloween, like I'm pretty sure, like at the beginning, it shows or. It's, I can't re- remember exactly what throughout the Oh, through, uh, the uh, open, through, the, the, through the, the eyes of yeah, Mike, young yeah. Mikey with the, the panel view. It, I was, it, yeah, oh, hell, that's why I was saying that it, it was like, the, the film, the three films that I thought he took, that, that, that Matt Reeves took away from, from the opening was Halloween. He reminded me a lot of the tone of the film, the, 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 the like hot, the, the seven. You ever seen Seven with Morgan Freeman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And the way that this, the city was lit up, yeah. it reminded me a lot of The Crow. It had a lot of vibes. It went, went up. Because in The Crow, it's always raining, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I was sitting there going like, oh, my God. Like, he put three. I love, I, you know me, I love Halloween and The Crow. And Seven's a damn good movie. He put those. I'm like, those are fucking three good. And I, I was sitting there thinking like, wow. That first 20 minutes of this film, he kept that pace. It would have been a horror movie. Like, every fucking thing about it. I was like, this is damn near a fucking horror movie. And it's funny you say that, too, because... <laughs> All throughout the movie, well, I mean, there's a few times that Batman's like kind of, kind of hurry, but when he first enters, you know, the goons, what's he doing? Walking. Right. What's Michael Myers always doing? It's like he's always walking because he knows. He's taking giant steps. He knows steps. and they know. You ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's taking you giant steps. You can, can but I'm going to I'm gonna catch you. You're going to catch his ass. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so we go into later, we meet. Later down the line, you know, they, they figure out what's going on. And then, of course, you find out that the, the police is dirty. That that's the Riddler's motive. The police are all corrupt. The, the mayor is all corrupt. Dude, the whole city is. The whole city is corrupt. It's Gotham. And I'm finally glad they adjusted that, addressed that because if you read a fucking comic, you have no idea how dirty and how nasty and how disgusting Gotham City is. It, there's a lot of shit about it. Even when you get to Batman Beyond and with Terry McGinnis and shit, it's still the same way. And Patterson was like, Gordon and even dressed like, why do you, why do you go away with this? Because you're one of the good ones. You know, it was like that feel. Also, I got my, we talk about the Riddler. He ended up ca- catching the commissioner at the time. They ended up in a rat cage and they fucked. They didn't show what happened to him, but they visually made you think what happened. Oh, yeah. And you, can you imagine? Oh, he gets him. Then they, they obviously, Gordon's not promoted, but it's pretty much the same. They go with that. They, they head into that. And then you find out Batman goes to a club. He wants to question the penguin. Bro, did you catch the name of that club? I totally it's forgot. A, it's um, a, the uh, iceberg. The, yeah. All right, and there's a club within a club. Mm-hmm. What's like an iceberg? You can only see so much of the tip. Mm-hmm. And then it's four, it's like 44 below yeah. the other club. So mm-hmm. the iceberg is just the tip. And then 44 below is mm-hmm. the rest of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I caught that last night with uh, when I was watching with my wife. And uh, there was actually, man, what was it? Yeah, you were talking about the bat signal. I thought this was really cool. The bat signal is actually in a construction site. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got it hidden right now. He you has. You can tell that, like, I thought that that was really cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the bat signal is at a construction site. Like, they're still building. Yes. Like, they're, mm-hmm. they're building. Like, they're building. Yeah. Like, we, got a, we, got a, right. we got a sign now. Now, now to me, there are, there are, Paul Donato's, um, if I said his name wrong, I'm sorry, his Riddler is awesome. But there are three other, uh, and Jeffrey Wright is fucking. Gordon, we're gonna talk about my my one of my favorite scenes in this fucking movie here in a minute, but there are three other supporting casts that we need to talk about. 
Colin Farrell was Penguin. Stole the show. In my opinion. Take it easy, sweetheart. Oh, it was just fucking... And you didn't know... And I knew it was him. But I'm like, God damn, he looks nothing like Colin Farrell. No. Like, it's like... Every now and then you can catch hints of his voice, but... Yeah, but you, you knew it was... And then, Zoe Kravis as Selena Kyle's Catwoman. Oh, yeah. That yeah. first interaction... Yeah, yeah, she's... Man. Yeah, I love that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see that badass woman walking through. You meet her, and she tries to rob, go back to that marriage house, rob that jeweler, and Batman catches her ass, and he's and they, that's the first interaction they got together. And you can immediately feel the connection with those two that they really like. Pfeiffer and fucking um, Keaton and Batman Returns, they had a really good connection, really yeah. good. He was like, "We're the same." Dark Knight Rises. Anybody knows me? I'm not a big fan of that movie. I think it's a good film, but I'm just not one of the guys. That, oh my god! I didn't feel that connection with Anna Hathaway and Christian Bale in that film. I didn't feel that at all. For whatever, I, maybe I need to go back and watch it. Anne Hathaway was a little bit more. Uh, I guess you'd say grimy because she did Batman Dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can tell Zoe Kravitz was uh, this bat. This Catwoman was more. She was definitely on Batman's side. Yeah, and I actually. I mean, uh, Hannah Hathaway was too, but it was just I. I don't like Hannah Hathaway as a, as a as a like an anti-hero, like Catwoman or something like that. It's just like nah, I didn't see it. But back to this film, you know, they get it. They had the fight. They have interactions, and you can see them flirting with each other. And you could, especially when he puts her on the table. Yeah, you could tell that like that. They, they, uh, like, Shh, and, and then he he gets more questions about what happened, asking about her friend. We know whatever, because there's an informant basically in this whole situation that's a rat through this whole thing. They're trying to get to him. You're trying to get to him, and that's where uh, uh, the Riddler's trying to get to. Well, obviously they know they go back. The person she's staying with, she got in some bad situation. They come back, she's gone. So now they think, where the fuck is she? Where the fuck is she? They're, now they're trying to find her. What's the mod's boss name? I keep I keep saying his Carmine name. Carmine Falcone. Carmine Falcone, who is played Falcone or Falcone. The, the guy who who uh, John um, who fucking uh, Turo Turo who who's played in. Everybody thinks this guy's just a comedy actor. This guy can really fucking act. He sold me on him being a gangster. Yeah, I, I looked at Marcus Scott when uh, we went to mm-hmm. the theaters, yeah. and I looked at him. I was like, bro, he's a good gangster. I believed him. Marcus was like, I, hell yeah, me Marcus. Marcus, I think that was Marcus' favorite favorite. Parts of the movie was he loved uh, what what he was doing. Yeah, for real. Like he he, he gave off that vibe. Like uh, it's real slow and cool. And we're gonna talk about that church scene later on where him and Bruce Wayne come in interaction together. Oh yeah. And you yeah. just you could tell he's a slime ball son of a bitch. Yeah. You could tell like this motherfucker's dirty dude. But um, they go in the you know now she's trying to figure out. You find out Kravis knows some shit about him, and they're trying. They think he's involved. So she tries to go to the club and find out. They go in, they figure out, they don't find nothing. I love how they did, uh, how his, detect- his detective work was with the, uh, the IPs. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Islands. Yeah. Also, his voice, I love his voice in it. Yeah. Uh, actually, I heard, I read, I don't know how true this is, but I read that like his initial voice was so bad, they're like, yeah, you got to change that. <laughs> I, be- I believe it. Kind of like Bell's. Bell, like, dude, I, was, well, I just started watching. Don't you get me. Yeah. It was. It was. <laughs> Outside Batman Begins, that's the only thing I like you know, with him in it. Really? I that the one thing, the the thing I wish him about Bell was, and of course, the garbage you do things for money. Like that's fine in the Turkish scene, but that scene where fucking him and Joker tied up on the rooftop. 
mm-hmm. and he starts he, he, he starts talking. I'm like, oh my god, get this fucker off screen, Jesus Christ! I'm not a big Christian Bell fan. He's a good Batman. He's just overrated in my opinion. But um, then we we head into the film where you know they're. Uh, so was at uh, Catwoman's asking for fucking Batman yeah, help. Uh, she's in the club. Yeah, and with, she runs into the DA. Yeah, and then he's like, "That's the DA. That's the DA." And she gets distracted because she wants to find out what happens. Well, she wants to have. She wants to find out what happens to her friend. friend. Then they go in, and next thing I know, <laughs> plans get altered or whatever. And then, of course, did Batman? Did the Batman Penguin's first interaction? Did that happen before that scene, or was it after? No, Batman. That's that's where you meet. Um, that was before. Before, that fucking interaction between them both. That's when you first meet Catwoman. She comes in. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, so we're backtracking a little bit. This is why I should refresh my memory, but I remember it. Take it easy, sweetheart. And they just sit down talking. And you can tell Penguin's a motherfucker. Like this. Oh yeah. This ain't the, this ain't the Danny DeVito. He's like, maybe you should ask his wife. And he's like, too soon. Too soon. Like that was great. And he throw and he throw, throw his ass off that thing that balcony. Which and I thought, could, dude. Another thing I liked about the penguin too is like when Batman took him and threw him up against the window and like mm-hmm. kind of broke. He's like, he's like, man, you might want to check yourself. He's like, do you know about me? Do you know my my <laughs> reputation? He was like, do you know mine? <laughs> right. It was they had good chemistry together. Everybody yeah. on screen had good chemistry. So we fast forward, you know, and we we talk about we go we fast forward now. They, they're doing this investigation. They go back. First off, the bat the bat cycle is badass. That scene where he's chasing down, following Kyle in the fucking the, the rain is badass. I love that. Like he goes back, and you can see the wear and tear on his body when he starts taking his shit off. He's all bruised up. His back's all fucked up. And Andy's how do you say his last name? Circus. Circus is Alfred. I here's a negative. I need more of Alfred. I need yeah, more of Alfred. I will get I, more. I was actually upset about that. I was upset that he wasn't in the film right. quite as much. But the way Stepan explained it to me too, when I was sitting down talking to him, he's like, in a lot of ways, like he's like my dad. Like my dad doesn't really say much, but mm-hmm. when he does talk, like mm-hmm. I listen to him, and he's really mm-hmm. got something to say. Yep. Like every time he spoke up, like you could tell the relationship between him and he, Wayne you, was you, really broken. You, well, here's the thing: you leaned in, you wanted to hear. I compare it to Jake Roberts, dude. It, Jake the Six Six Roberts in a, a sense where it's like not the same way. Jake Roberts is the one few wrestlers. Wrestlers used to scream and yell in their promos. Jake Roberts will sit, talk so low, you will, what the fuck's he saying? Yeah. You want to lean in and hear what he's got to say. And it helps him. Yeah, because it, 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 when Circus speaks, he's a damn good actor. Yeah, yeah. When he speaks on screen, you're like, what the fuck? Because you know how he is. People know him from the... Uh, the um, Black Panther. Black Panther, but yeah. man, he was pl- Caesar and Planet of the Apes. He did. Uh, he's done a lot of good films. Uh, he was also um, Blue in the Jungle Book on uh, Netflix. That movie Mowgli. Oh man, dude, Smeagol. Smeagol. Yeah, he did Smeagol for fucking The Lord of the Rings yeah. and Hobbit. Yeah, so he's a damn good actor. And um, I, I, when I heard he did Alfred, I'm like that's nice. Like, yeah, that's good. Absolutely. We never really had a bad Alfred. Oh uh, no, never. Even in the Gotham series, the, the Alfred. I got, think. I still think uh, Christopher Nolan's. Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! That's yeah. the best. But I feel like if you give Circus, he'll uh, be number one. Uh, if you give him the screen time, maybe. Right. But, but I, I love, like I said, man, I, I love their their, I well, their relationship was so broken, dude. Yeah. And like even like when he was giving them his, uh, he's like he came and he saw Bruce Wayne. He's uh-huh. like, oh, he's like, well, what, what's the special occasion? He's like, is Bruce Wayne making an appearance? Like you can tell, like he was like he was really excited about that. He was like, where are your cufflinks? And then he was like, he pulled out his own cufflinks, but they were, they had a W on for Wayne. He was like, 
or you will win. He's like, your father gave me those. Like, everything, like... Yeah, you can tell. It set him back. Like, Mm -hmm. he... You can tell he really had a lot of love and a lot of care for Bruce Wayne. Like, even, like, that, um... The, the hospital scene. We're going to talk about that too because I didn't want to jump the gun on that because I knew you were going to go there because I was like, that to me, that's a scene that will break you down in tears. Because yeah. oh, you, yeah. you, you could see, you see circuits on his face where he's talking to him and you could see he loves Bruce. Yeah. He, he loves what, he, I think he was like, when that scene where he's like, are you going to be Bruce Wayne today? It was like, damn. That knew from when I watched him, like, we're going to get more Batman Bruce Wayne. This is fucking awesome. Oh, <laughs> you know? that's, what I, that's what I like. People were like kind of upset that like, Oh, it's Bruce Wayne was a little mopey and stuff. Like, dude, the dude's a recluse. Like, this is like the second year in. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm actually glad we got more of Batman than we did Bruce. Wayne. We're gonna talk about because 99.9 percent of every film seen in this film has Batman in this. Even the scenes where Bruce Wayne turns into Batman. Now, the church scene. This to me is my favorite. This is my number one favorite scene in the entire fucking movie. You know me, I like dark and grungy shit, and this is right up my fucking alley. This is where Falcone and fucking Penguin run to Bruce Wayne. This is when I knew Falcone was a piece of shit, because I knew, it's like, is this the Falcone from the comics? When they come in, and he's like, yeah, your father got shot right here and fucking sold me up. Mm-hmm. The way he's talking, I'm like, God, John's good at it. Don't that mean something to you? And <laughs> Bruce like, is just sitting like, thank you. You know his wheels turn like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And he's going, he's going, he's going, Will's turning. And that DA night before got taken out of the club. He comes into this. He comes in. He's tied up to the fucking, the, uh, he comes in. He runs through the fucking church. That happens. And whatever. He comes out, he's got a bomb on his neck. And then he's playing, he, the Riddler keeps calling the phone, calling the phone, calling the phone. Got a note to him. Nice. To the Batman. To the Batman. Finally. Batman makes that interest out of the shadows, and I got goosebumps watching that in the theater. I was like, "Oh my god!" Dude, I love how just the walk. Right, he comes my, just walking. Uh, it's like Michael Myers. It's yes, like Michael dude. Myers. It's like, oh my god! So he comes in and he starts talking. The chemistry he goes. What do you want? I've been trying to reach you. The Riddler's playing games, shit with the the, the jokes and shit, and find up. He goes, "Give him up," and he's like trying to give him up. He won't give it up. And then he blows Batman away. Batman gets knocked. He wakes up. Batman is surrounded by the whole goddamn Gotham police force, it seems like, on a table. And he's like fucking around, trying to get him off of him, freaking out. Oh, yeah. And then Gordon. And then we got you assault, assault on a police officer. He's like, actually, you got me assault on three. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Gordon walks. He goes, you turned it in. That scene. And this is the scene I love. I laugh my ass off. They're in here talking. And Gordon's going to fruition. Like, he's talking shit. Like, he's telling his head. like, what? Fuck, and he's like, I'm gonna get you out of here. We gotta get you out of here. Take the floor, just swing me, hit me right here. To me, I love that fucking scene. Oh, yeah. And and Gore and Gore. It's like you could have pulled that. Punch. You could pull up. I mean, <laughs> I that, 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 scene, that scene was bad with his cow and shit. He fucking knocks Gordon down. He runs out down the hallway. He hits the corner. He hits. He pulls up with his bat thing. And I love the flying in the air because he ain't got it down yet. So he's got the he's got the waves or whatever. And he look it looks smooth. When he was when he was flying through the air, until he goes underneath that bridge, he smacks that fucking bridge. But I was sitting there thinking, like, that to me is funny because it's not forced. The one thing I knock Marvel films for, and people will get this: do not force comedy on me. I cannot stand that. Let it happen naturally. If it's, I don't go seeing a superhero film. I expect some funny and who else, but don't force comedy on me. Well, and another thing I like about that scene too is, okay, like. 
uh, I know you've seen the Black Widow, right? Yeah. Like our sister was always like talking about it. Like, oh, you're a poser the way you lay in. Yeah. It's like they always stick these landings. Like, that's what I liked about this Batman film is he's young. He's a year two. He's making mistakes. Like, right. And that and that scene in particular, you know, he's flying down. He's you know escaping. He didn't stick that landing. Like, mm. That landing fucked him up. <laughs> right. Like, dude, he was like, I like how he was making mistakes. Like, he made uh, quite a few mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you another thing that I liked was, uh, you know, everybody talks about like how this film was going and going and going and going with the tone. I like the tone, but I, I just man, the runtime was a little long for me. I think the runtime was perfect for three hours. I think it, really? for three hours, I didn't lose a beat. See, it was a quick. It was a quick three hours. I would take about thirty minutes off of it. That's just me. Okay. All right. So then I think we. Um, I'm trying to figure out what we're at. We're at the scene like where he. Uh, he lands right. Yeah. So. He jumps out. Escapes from the, the precinct. Precinct. He gets out of the precinct of the police department. You know, good job, Bats, for real on that one. Then you come back, and I believe he fucking ends up finding Selena Kyle. She's going to rob Penguin, right? Because that's, that's the scene that's next, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which introduces the most badass Batmobile you will ever fucking find. And the damnedest car chase on, on a highway you ever seen, that too. Was, that was in there, my favorite scene. Yeah, let me tell you something. And, off the hook. and then you see you hear that engine rough up and you're like what the and Colin and Penguin's Kyle Fest got that snog look like you trying to rob me and here comes Batman and he's like oh shit yeah, the whole, that's another thing that like at first I, the first time I watched the scene I didn't hear what he said and he's like you trying to take my money vengeance yeah. the whole movie they're always they, they kept calling him vengeance 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 like I, li- I liked it. even even Selena Kyle was calling vengeance yeah right so and Bob, Kyle Farrell's on the highway. He's driving on the opposite side of the road. He's driving. He's trying to get everywhere where he thinks he finally gets rid of Batman. I got you. And then all, you. all through that tanker, you see that Batman come down, come down, and it's just like, and he and he causes uh, Penguin to flip, and he does that slow ass walk, and he does that cowry bends over like this, and it, you that that badass. We were talking about the score. That badass Batman the score. Flames in the background. The Batman score. He's leaning down, and he just in like. You watch it, you're like, oh my god. And dude, that, that was a good That's scene, scary. Dude. It's it's intimidating, but it's like like hives, like, oh my god. And that, another thing I like about the uh, Batmobile too, and if you pay attention to the um which I am sure you did, but whenever I was watching it the second time, uh it showed like all the car parts that like, yeah. set out on the table. Yep. Like it's something that he is personally built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out of his own like he's he's building that car. Yeah. And that thing where that the scene where like the next scene, they got penguin all tied up and shit. Oh yeah, and he's even waddling like a penguin. Yeah, waddling <laughs> like I do when I, when I make it funny. And him and Gordon are interrogating the shit. Goes, it wasn't me. You think I would? And, and, Pe- and penguin's really telling the truth. It wasn't him. Yeah. So he's like, penguin. And that's, dude, that's the that's the thing about man. You were talking about how Carmine Falcone is, uh, you know, telling you he's real crime. Mm-hmm. Dude, there was a few scenes that I believed him. Right. Like. I, the pitch, the way he delivered those lines, it was just like, I'm like, he's a slimy son of a bitch. Like the, when he was talking about Thomas and yeah, Martha Wayne. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how the how um, how they got into why are they the way they how are. Thomas Wayne actually hired him to scare. Him. Yeah, we're gonna get in that scene because yeah. he finds out from the shelter because they go to that abandoned shelter, the orphanage. The, the, orf, the abandoned orphanage, and that's when they find out, he finds out, oh my God, my dad my dad was a part of shutting this orphanage down, or what, or what, becoming mayor. That foundation wasn't true or whatever. He found out about that, and then that's when he goes, he goes, as Bruce Wayne himself, he goes to see 
Falco, and they had that scene where he's shooting pool. Goes, hey, guy got a loud mouth. I had to take care of him. Come to find out, he goes see Circus in the hospital. He says, how did you lie to me? He goes, your father did not. Your father was baffled when he found out he was going to go to the police. That same night, like he, he ended up dead. Falcone tricked him and, and making he when he was talking to Bruce Wayne, yeah. he was like, you know, he's like, I'm not going to say that Baroni killed your killed your daddy. He's like, but that's what it looked like to me. Like I believe. That. Yeah, you believe it because he. Yeah, that's. I believe. Yeah. That, like he was like, look, he was like the all right. The name of the uh, reporter is Edward uh, Elliot, which right. is. The last name Elliot is actually really huge, uh, and Steph pointed this out to me too because Tommy Elliot. Tommy Elliot is the name of Hush. Yes, uh, yes, it. and I was gonna talk about the that Hush anime film. It's similar to this fucking movie. Oh, it is. right, dude. I just watched it that, this week, and it was yeah. I bet you're sitting like like like, like you're like this. Oh. It tied in. It tied in so well. Right. Now I see because Hush is coming eventually. I think that's the thing. That oh yeah, in that, in that uh, when they're in that orphanage. Yep. Thomas Wayne try to uh, try to uh, get him on a hush hush agreement mm-hmm. on, on it, and it puts hush right there. So that's you know that's like an Easter egg, but, right? Um, but then you had the uh, you know obviously with that whole thing and when it goes down, then you you uh, they go he goes to Falcone he and then he goes to circus in the hospital after the the bomb went off and everything else he goes to the hospital. Said, your father was a good man. Your father and you can see circus. He's got tears in his eyes like he delivered. It makes you believe where. I don't know who the fuck to believe, but I want to find out. It was like one of those things like, I don't know who to believe, what to believe, but this, I want, I, I need to find out what's going to happen. So who do you believe? Do you believe? Because uh, politicians, everybody in that, that city is crooked. Even Thomas, Thomas Wayne was a little crooked. He hid stuff about his mother, about his mother was in psychiatric and had issues, issues and shit. A little loud, Bob. Um, this, the issues of psychiatric and everything else. And they, he wanted to hide that for the media, and the news reporter was going to expose that. And it's just like there's so much shit going on. It's I, like I think that point. I think that uh, that's when Bruce Wayne found out, like really, like the truth. Like he, you could tell he really trusted Alfred Word. Like, right. like damn, I just got tricked by Falcone thinking that right. Maroni actually had my right. parents killed. But once he admitted that, uh, once Thomas Wayne was like, you know, found out that uh, Fal- or Falcone mm-hmm. went out and killed mm-hmm. Edward Elliot. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, I'm going to the cops. He's like, I don't want no part of this. And then later that night, he dies. And he's like, whoa. He's like, so Falcone had my dad die. Wait, my, and my Circus, Circus says, I've tried and investigated. I've tried to do everything Couldn't I can. Give him an answer, mm-hmm. but like, man, I think at that moment, yeah, definitely Wayne, uh, Bruce, Bruce definitely, you know, put the puzzle pieces together. Right. So, then they go, they, Kravis, uh, um, Zoe has that person at the rooftop, that that henchman or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the twins. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's a detective. She's got the gun. And, and Bruce Wayne talks her down like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Then she plays the audio of what happens to her friend. And Falcone fucking strangles her. He strangles her, basically. And that whole thing. And you find out that that's, that's her fucking, that's, uh, Selena Kyle, that's her fucking dad. And how her mother ended up missing and, and dead or whatever. You hear that whole, that fucking, and it's just like, oh my God. Like, it's just like, I'm just sitting there going like this. Like, that threw me through a I was like, I'm just sitting there like, with my hair up. I'm like, what the fuck? To the point, it's like, this is, go, this is, this is going from, starts out a horror film, we get action, now we're getting drama. It's just like, oh my God, this is fucking great, dude. Like, you know, so, then she goes to the scene where she's going to, 
I need to talk to you. Falcone, and she gets in the room, and she's looking for a shot, and she can't get it. And then that's when Bruce Wayne shows up. By the way, badass entrance. By the way, he's got the cat. He's got his shit covered up. He's knocking people over, and then he puts the shit away in a, in a uh, puts the shit on like in a, in a booth. Then he comes out kicking ass, cuts loud, and she starts shooting at him. And you hear Falcone go, I, I, "You think that dude from own daughter? He's gonna choke the shit out of her." And Batman shows up, knocks him on his ass. That's funny because. You know, how he shows up, saves her, and she ends up returning the favor. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to talk about a little, another cameo. That was a, that, you know, that's funny you talk about his interests, because when Batman entered the entered that club three times. Mm-hmm. The first time as Batman, the second time as Bruce Wayne, and the third time, a little bit as both, but yeah. really more as a, as a disguise. Remember how yeah. he knocks on the door and sneaks in? Yeah. That's like a little uh, tribute they paid to like you know the comic books and like uh, the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know how like mm-hmm. a, a perfect example is year one like when he walks downtown. Yep. And he's got the like, fake scar on his face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's or like another scene like he's like uh, in an alleyway and he's shooting dice. He's like, so what do you know about such and such? Like he used three different mm-hmm. of his little you know disguises. Right. And the thing was like with me was. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally, I'm, wa- I'm watching this film. I'm watching this, and I'm just like, now they take Falcone out in cuffs. He's go- he goes like he goes. You know who I am? Like, he ain't war. He he's not sweating it. I, I own the city. I own the city. And next thing I know, he opens up, and every fucking cop in Gotham is there, and Gordon's right there in the fucking middle. Say we're gonna basically, say, motherfucker, you're going to jail. And then of course. Fucking penguin walks out talking shit. Goes, oh, you think you a big man now? You think you can run this? You think you can run this? And sure enough, they didn't know who shot him, but the Riddler, they're assuming, with a scope, shoots Falcone. Yeah. They found out they found Falcone was the rat. That that's who the rat was. He was trying to get the Falcone. And then of course, you know, they go to the diner. They're looking for this motherfucker. They can't find him. Bro, the way the Riddler set that up. Oh God. Okay, when he first killed the man, mm-hmm. what did he do? He covered up his face. He mm-hmm. covered up his face because that was the face of the corruption of Gotham. Yep. You know what I mean? The, the second one, he's trying to bring the rat, you know, right to home, life. Yeah. So what do you do? He took the rat poison and he ejected him first. Mm-hmm. And then once mm-hmm. the rats start eating their face, then the rat slowly died. So like, right. He wanted to bring, all right, the maze to that guy's face, like the, the contraption they put on his head. Mm-hmm. Like those rats had to get through that maze. First. Right. So he's trying to bring that rat to the light. And then the moment right. that Bruce Wayne or Batman brings it to the light, he looks up at the light and like, He's like bringing them to the light, and then he looks up in the window and he sees the Riddler. Like, and the Riddler later on explains explains that mm-hmm. like, man, he's like, I couldn't. He's like, I don't have physical abilities. He's like, my gifts are right here, up right. here. He's mm-hmm. like, I needed you to bring him out into the light. Right. And the thing about when he ejected that Fred Savage, the commissioner at the time, mm-hmm. with the rat poison, mm-hmm. what it did was it killed that rat slowly. Like. It took, it took those rats to go through the maze. Like, it took them a while to bring the rats out. And then once he brought the rat out, you know, the poison was already set. And it was a slow death. Well, it wasn't. It was a quick death. But, it, it, it was just agonizing to the point. It's like, yeah. like yeah, man. <laughs> and dude, the way he set that up, it was, you know. Honestly, I thought, the, I thought the, the penguin shot him. But, you know, and then it pulls away. Bro, actually, that's one of my favorite scenes of, of Batman is when he, uh, just the uh, his up there. Yep. Or not the battering, but the grappling hook. The grappling hook, yeah. It goes through the window. Oh, yep. Man, that's a nice little entrance. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was badass. Uh, also, another thing I liked was 
we're getting to that interrogation scene with him and the Riddler. And that whole fucking scene they got is just like, like, everybody compares it to Bell and Ledger. It's nothing like that because Ledger is a better actor than all both those guys combined. But from, you know, Riddler's sitting in there and he's just, you know. Did he, you think Did you think that he actually knew who Bruce Wayne was? No. I think he was bullshitting. I think he, he didn't know who he actually was. Bruce Wayne. He was going to get to Bruce Wayne. That was the next guy he wanted to get to. You know what? That's that's the big thing. Uh, the reason why I think that he didn't know who Bruce Wayne was is because he tried to kill Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Why would mm-hmm. he try to kill Bruce Wayne if he knew who he was yeah. Batman? Bruce Wayne. And the trailers did a lot of misguidance thinking that he knew this. Yeah, he, yeah. But he didn't. And, uh, Oh, okay, this is what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. All right, what I thought that was really cool between them two, and they had a lot of parallels. Like, obviously, all right, when Batman's first interest, what did he do? He came from the darkness. Mm-hmm. Riddler's first interest, what did he do? He came from the darkness. Mm-hmm. But Batman stayed in the dark. The Riddler, it didn't show, like, his face or his mask until the light was on and he was over here taking up that guy's face. You're you know right. what I mean? Right. Like he was, and then uh, um, whenever he's trying to explain, like, Oh, Bruce Wayne. It's it's so funny because they were like so close to figuring each other out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the mm-hmm. Riddler was right there right. trying to figure out who Batman was. Like he was so close right. to figuring out he was really Bruce Wayne. And then Batman was even so close to figuring out like what his like actual yep. parents were. And he's like, oh yep. man, you're not as smart as I really thought you were. Like, My, he had that uh, map under, uh, underneath his oh, carpet. Yeah, and uh, that also when uh, Bruce goes home. And he he cleans that he moves that fucking table up and he's he's drawing the, the puzzle out to figure out what what he means. Then they go when they tear scene, he find out the Riddler's gonna blow the fucking city up. He's gonna flood the fucking city. And they go, so close. They're so they close. Both, they both were so close. close. To figuring each other yeah, out. It was awesome. Then they turn around. Then they turn around and they get to um the garden, the Madison Square Garden scene, which I thought was so fucking cool, man. Oh, the flooding scene. All that was so badass. The way they shot that in Batman show. Especially when you found out, like, all the followers that he had. Because mm-hmm. when I... Man, dude, that was... Yeah. Yeah. And then actually, one of those followers, uh, Bruce Wayne, in, during your favorite scene, he was sitting next to one of those guys. Right? Yep, yep. And I thought that was kind of cool because, like... Even, all right, Batman was trying to influence, like, so many different people in the right way. But mm-hmm. he, he, then he realizes... You know, he influenced like a lot of the wrong way, like yep. people in the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially when, like, whenever he was beating the shit out that guy at the end, on the scaffolding, the scaffolding, yeah. And by the way, you see the cameo that Bane got? No, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was Venom. That was yeah. Ven- I didn't realize that. Wait a minute, that's fucking Venom. He yeah. ejected himself with, yes, yes. and uh, <laughs> and then because you know, and they made it realistic where he's he's second year in this thing, he gets knocked down, man. He got shot, man. <laughs> he got the shit knocked out of him. Dude, that's, that's what I was saying, man. He cut, there was a, he made a couple of mistakes. Like, yeah, you can tell he's yelling. He's and then that scene in the water where you know, he, you know, he falls in the water. And you think, oh shit, he just sacrificed himself, and he comes out the fucking with the um, what he come out with? God damn it, his battering, battering, but with the, it's a flare, like a flare gun, oh, like flare, flare the flare gun. stick. He's walking everybody out, and they get that scene where, you know, they they go back to the, the jail, the Arkham basically, and there's fucking. Really, he's crying, and then we hear a certain fucking voice. Me, a friend, and it's the fucking Joker. Obviously, everybody thinks it is, and that the interest. The less of me you have, the more the, uh, the less of me you have, the more valuable I am. Yep, and you hear the more I'm worth. That's it. Yeah, it's like a friend. Yeah, as a friend, and they were about, they were both laughing, and I'm just like, yep, there's the Joker, 
And now, do I think we'll get him in the second film? No. Do I think we'll get him in the third film? Yes. The thing I, the thing that I like the most, I like that inter- they hid the Joker. You could see the sun on his face, but you couldn't see what he actually looked like. Like, is he like Jack Nicholson, or is he like Ledger, or is he like fucking Leto, or is he going to be more Cesar Romero? We don't know. That's the best part about that, in my opinion. They hid his fucking face. You saw his eyes, yeah. and you saw his fucking hair. What does he really look like? Does he is he all face paint? Is he skin bleach? He dropped so many Easter eggs in for the, the mm-hmm. next. Uh, like I noticed, um, I posted something the other day um, about like the, the cards. Like the first card he gives to Batman is the Court of Owls. The second one is Doctor Hugo Strange. The third one mm-hmm. is uh, Poison Ivy. The iceberg thing. That's a fucking freeze thing, basically. And I tell you, I think that's the probably the next film we're gonna get. I uh, think freeze is coming. The I, fourth one was uh, the fourth card was. Yeah, I think Freeze is coming. Yeah, they need, they need, they, we need Mr. Freeze in a film, by the way. We've had Joker. We've had this guy. We've had that guy. We've had... It, Mr. Freeze needs his due. And I think Poison Ivy's a possible who's seen Poison Ivy, too. Did you catch uh, where uh, Catwoman was going at the end? Where she was like... Remember she was leaving town? Was we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But like, uh, we're watching, you know, you know, at the end of the film, he's leaning around. And after the post, they go back to Gotham. And they're playing that Nirvana song, and Batman's sitting there. And to me, that scene at the end was beautiful. He's helping people get out of the fucking the swamp. And basically, he's letting people know, like, I'm here for you. I'm yeah. here to help. And he's muddied up, and he's looking up at the sky. And he, he, t- he says, Vengeance can't change. Yes, yes. And I thought that was awesome. Then they leave, obviously, and they, him and Selena, are, they meet head to head. And I love that the, the, like, just stay. She goes, No, I gotta go. And I didn't catch where she's going. Maybe that's that's right. That's where uh, Nightwing's at. Yeah, so that makes you think. Hmm, that's awesome. So she ends up leaving, and I love the interest. Like, you think Batman's gonna stop her? Like, oh, we're gonna get a little love scene. No, she goes her way. He goes her way. The end. You see Batman just roll off, and it just goes cut to black. Now I'm gonna give you my reaction when I walked out of theater. When I walked out of theater, I didn't say a word to any to you, Kyle Caesar. I I was like, <laughs> I started laughing. I was sitting there holding my dick in my hand while I was taking a piss. And everybody, and, and Marcus was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Actually, speaking of taking a pee, I got I to gotta take a piss. Oh, I take a piss. Right. Jerry's going to take a piss break. We'll be right back right now. But I'm going to keep going. Take a Go oh, I'm, a, I'm waiting on you. Shut the door. They won't hear you pissing on the fucking thing, man. <laughs> I'm not into that. Uh, that's pretty fucking funny. But yeah, y'all, this film to me is one of the films like I was highly, highly anticipating. Like Halloween Ends is my number one film of the year to be anticipating, but this film to me is just like it it, it blew me away. Like I walked in with mild expectations as a DC fan, but back in my mind, I'm like I'm really fucking excited for this film. But you don't want to be disappointed too, to a point where it's like whatever, you know. So I was really, 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 really excited for this so I was like yeah whatever but you know the ending of it you know it's just like wow I cut it off now when I walked out of the theater and I walked to the bathroom and I'm, I'm washing my hands and I looked at you I said Jared that might be the best Batman movie I've ever seen and I said I'm gonna sleep on it that whole night it was my birthday it was a great birthday I had glad you had a good birthday thank you and I gave you a shout out on TikTok do you see that uh, no, I don't think it's I'll, I'll show it to you when we get done with the recording. So I'm sitting there. I've been thinking about it all week. 
I've been at work thinking about it and talking with some guys at work about it. That's oh, like, yeah. Guys are giving me a hard time at work about it. I'll be honest with you. On a scale of 1 to 10, the only issue I had was not seeing enough Alfred. Yeah. How in the fuck? That's not a negative. It's more of a mixed thing. How in the hell? There's not a negative thing I can say about it. The runtime to me was perfect. The score, everything was perfect. What, is, what was your score? Uh, I remember your initial score was 9.25. I'm going to go 9.75. 9.75? It's set out because I go, when I go like, I go 9.25. I don't go 9.8 9. It's just, I go nine, like 9 and a quarter, 9 and a 50, like 50 yeah. cents. I go that. The, if Alfred had more screen time, it would be a perfect film. It damn near is a perfect film. But I don't, to me, the only perfect films in my life are The Crow and Halloween. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of films that are right, right there. I love The Lost Boys is another film I think is perfect. See, yeah, I rated, I rated Spider-Man No Way Home perfect. I know you did. I know you, 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 you had a big time, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Halloween is on my fucking oh, wall. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? Your, that's your, that's, that's your, uh, for me, I mean, I have a pin set. You're about Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of films. That, The Crow, The Lost Boys. There's a lot of films. Now, where do you rank? Where's your score? <clears throat> Well, I had uh, I had one small issue with it. Okay. Uh, and then I, I had three issues with it. The okay. small issue was, and I know this is kind of corny, but I didn't see him throw one bat at random. I was very upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset. But what I did really like about the... About, you know why? I did think he did. I, 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 re- I really liked how his bat rate was on his chest. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really creative. Yeah, I thought that was too. I thought, you got to see him use it twice when he cut the, uh, the tape whenever he's sneaking mm-hmm. into the Riddler's uh, apartment. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, whenever at the end scene where you know you were talking about how he saved all those people and he swung off the bri- uh, the uh, uh, the uh, man, it's not the roof, but you know what I'm talking right. about. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The grading or whatever. Yeah, the grade. And then he, go- he goes onto that power line mm-hmm. and cut it to make sure that it doesn't drop down to a right. road or electrical okay. all those people. All right. But no, no battering. I didn't see that. That was the smallest issue. Uh, the biggest thing was obviously Alfred. I wanted to see more Alfred. Okay. I really, really did. Okay. And then the third thing was me personally. I thought the uh, runtime was just a little too long for me. I think you could do it. You know, cut about bare minimum thirty minutes. Okay. Thirty minutes was good for me. I thought throughout the movie it gradually got better, and mm-hmm. I really, really liked that. I really did enjoy that. Okay. Uh, I, I liked that, but. There was parts in the movie that kind of dragged to me, and I'm not saying that I wasn't sucked into the movie because mm-hmm. I was definitely sucked into the the uh, detective aspect, like especially how you said it, it turned into a horror film, to a detective, to drama, you know, like it was it, that was it was great for me, but it just it was just a little long for me. Right. Um, okay, that's fine. So, what would your score be? I'm giving it eight nine. Eight point nine. Eight nine. Ain't bad, man. So you almost got a nine out of that. So that yeah. that's from a hardcore DC fan, even though it's a closet Marvel fan. Right. <laughs> you know how to get that I, in. I secretly am. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> just get now. Do you wanna? Since you didn't, I'm gonna rank. I'm gonna rank the feature films real quick. What I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna stick away from the anime. We'll just do the live action. So okay. the Batman is 1966. We've got the uh, the, uh, the 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 Two Burton films, we got the two Schumacher films, we got three of the Nolan films, we've got we got the Justice League, the Batman vs Superman, the Snyder Cut, and this one now. I believe that's all we got, right? I, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, so 
I'm going to start with my lowest, lowest to highest, one is our top. And you go, I'm going to go first. You, what are you doing? You going to pull them up? Yeah, I got a little picture. Oh, you whore bag. Appreciate it. By the way, uh, yeah. so how did you, did you tell Megan you were all excited for this and everything? Oh, yeah, I've been telling her all week. Actually, that's kind of funny that you say that because uh, Megan ranked this right up with her number. Really, let me see this. Okay. Oh, here they are. So actually, it does have the... Um, the, the Lego, so, I mean, it does have it, so we can talk about it. The Mask of the Phantom is not in, the Phantom of the Mask, the, yeah. that's not in, so we'll just, we'll put that in there. Okay. Okay, so my... There's actually a few you gotta throw in there, like the, um, Under the Red Hood. That, that's, those are, those are, like, home video. I'm talking about, like, theatrical, like, these films were released in theaters. Okay. That's what I was saying, because we can go on for fucking hours, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, Justice League, the, uh, the... The Wing Cut. You got the Lego Batman movie, the Snyder Cut, the Batman vs Superman, the uh, the 1966 Batman movie, the Returns with the Penguin, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Begins, the Batman film, Burton '89, the Batman and the Dark Knight. God damn, there's a lot. And then a part of um, the Mask of the Phantom, the the, the Batman animated. Yeah, that and came out in the 90s. That, that came out in '93 when I was born. That movie's a classic in my yeah, opinion. I remember my dad taking me to go see that. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I wish we get a sequel to that. I want a sequel to that bad. Okay, I so got that video. I got that video on uh, VHS. My dad had the I had the cassette, I had the VHS, and I had the Sub Zero one too. The Sub the Return of Sub Zero, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Free. I had that one. I had the Return of Joker. I had all those as a kid. So I'm gonna start off with the lowest one, the the bottom of the barrel of me, and that one would be. So there's how many is on that screen right there, buddy? Uh, there's three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen, yeah, and so four, 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 fourteen. So number fourteen for me is Justice League. I hate that fucking movie with a passion. I refuse to watch it. I've seen it one time. What will be your number 14, Jared? The Lego one. I don't really care much for the Lego okay. one. <laughs> I understand, I understand. I understand. Number 13 for me, I'm going to go with Batman and Robin. As a kid, I love that fucking movie. As a adult, I'm like, oh my God, this movie's fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm going to go with Batman and Robin. Okay. On one, for sure. The next one is Batman Forever for me. I like the film, but it's not a good movie. There's a, there's actually, there's saying there's another cut of that movie out there, the Schumacher cut. I would like to see it if they could do it. Uh, but it's just to me, it's just when you break the film down from what we got from Batman, Batman Returns, different tone, different direction. And I'm not a big fan of Val Kimmer's Batman. I've been on the record for that. So I, it's it's not a bad film, but it's not a good film either. It's in the middle with no, me. I mean, yeah. All right. I'm going to go. You're gonna go with, or not Snyder Josh Whedon's but South of this fucking beer at you. No, 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 Josh Whedon's cut. Okay. Yeah, the next one for me, it's not a bad movie. I've watched it one time and I don't plan on watching it again as a Lego Batman movie. It's a campy film for kids. I've, I've watched it, obviously. It, I had a good time with it, but it's not a film I want to watch again. Yeah, it was something I watched with my kids. Yeah, I don't watch it again. Uh, yeah, I just, I wasn't a fan of that film. All right, your next film? Um, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Okay, so no, that, I take that back. Batman sixty six. Batman sixty six. Yeah, it's the goofy carny. Yeah, yeah, it's just too corny for me. I mean, I respect it. Yeah, yeah. I respect Adam West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I still think Val Kilmer did a better job than him. That's four. That's four um, films, right? Yeah, right? four films. So the fifth film on that list, the bottom five. I'm gonna go Batman sixty six. I do like it, but it's just like Batman fights a rubber shark and bang, pow, boom. It's just a different time, different era. Yeah. And that was a damn good Batman, man. I'll give him his problem. And Cesar Romero's a hell of a Joker. But oh, it's just it's just a different era, man, and I'm I'm and I'm just not a part of that era. Right. That's not the, I I respect them. Now these now these next films though I'll watch any time of the year, anytime. 
So what? What's Wait, your, so what, we got four films, right? No, we've done. We did. Yep. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Yeah, my fifth. My. My fifth one's gonna be Batman Forever. Okay, so that's your fifth one. Okay, so now we're so, gonna so we're gonna go to 14, that, that nine. So now we're gonna get yeah, to so we're gonna get it again. We got eight more films to go. Jesus Christ! Um, the next film I'm gonna go with on the list, and I thought really hard about. it, I'm gonna go Dark Knight Rises. I like Tom Hardy's Bane a lot. I like you know, I like Gary <laughs> Oldman. So low. Yeah, well, he can be, he can <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You're not a fan of. The Nolan ones, I know. No, no, it's not the no. I like Nolan. Just I felt like the Dark Knight Rises, Ledger dying. I feel like that would have there was a fourth film made, and I think they rushed that film. I think there was a two parter in that fucking movie. I think it should, if that movie was made two parts, it'd be a lot higher on my list. Uh-huh. That's my problem. When the Batman gets his bat broken, they should have should have been a sequel for a second. You uh, know, bro, watching that film was like me, like. Like if I was like watching you get beat up, like that is my god. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, wondering where his back oh, were broke, man. and also they gave some Steeler love, and that that was a little thing. You go to Heinz Field, oh, they feel, yeah. they feel, it was it was a little Steeler love. Was on there. Yeah, I figured you def- yeah. definitely love that. Yeah, so also it's not a bad. I like it's a good movie. It's just it just doesn't enough for me. What's your next film, buddy? This is number eight. Yeah. Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand. Now we're going to get this is numbers. This is number seven for me. No, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. I'm about Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah. Number seven for me. I'm going to go ahead and say Batman Returns too. I, uh, Batman Returns as well. I like I like it a lot, but there's some things. It's a Christmas film, in my well, opinion. That was, that was number eight for me. For you is Batman yeah, yeah, and I I do like it a lot. Um, I like the Danny DeVito's performance as Penguin. He made him more of a monster in it. And Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, she's always going to be. I mean, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's it's one of those films where I have to really sit down, and dissect it, and break it down. It's also another one of those films, like I said, it was before my time. Maybe that's. I mean, I know a lot of people rank that a lot more high. They that it's and, just, yeah. There's there's some there's some eighty nine. After not, watching getting spoiled with like what we had recently, they're they're still good films. Those Burton films still age well for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. You're now here's your what's your number seven? My number seven is uh Snyder's Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut? Okay. That yeah. uh, all right, you're gonna be surprised where my top three are. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna go my number seven is uh uh Batman eighty nine. Batman eighty nine? Okay, cool. My number six is gonna no, be No, yeah, I'm gonna go Snyder Cut. I'm okay. gonna go Snyder Cut, okay. sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Can't make it mine. Number uh six for me. I'm gonna go with the '89 Batman. I love that fucking movie. I love Jack Nicholson's Joker, but there's just these five other films I have above it. You're gonna be surprised of where I got the ranking on that because I genuinely love that fucking movie. It's a I'm, I remember I remember having that movie on VHS. I genuinely love that fucking movie. It's definitely yeah. But it's just and I love Michael Keaton's Batman. I think and I'm so happy we're gonna get to see him in the Flash. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get to see him. He's gonna be in that Batgirl series too. So yeah, yeah that's uh, that's awesome. So what's uh, then uh, your number? What is it? Six. Six. Who would this be? Mm. You should have slept on this. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go um, eighty-nine. Okay. Okay. I know. I mean, I know a lot of people are gonna be crazy that I'm gonna rank that number two, man, over that. But I like that film. Okay. Number five for me. 
It's going to be Batman vs. Superman, the Ultimate Edition. It's in my top five. The only thing that's holding it back from being the top three, that film was fucking dark. <laughs> and I like it. But it's, it, to me, that's it's the best live-action Batman you got. But the thing is, the one thing that hurts me, we have not gotten a follow-up on, on Affleck's Batman since then. If we get a bat, an Affleck film or something in that film where it's like, okay, it's badass, it'll jump higher for yeah, me. But it'll be the greatest Batman not to me story. We'll, we'll get to that. That's number five for me. That's number five for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, number four, Batman Return the 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 the, the Batman the fast the fantastic I can't even say it, but you know the animated film the Batman Phantom Mask film that came oh, out. Okay. That's number four for me. I got a lot of nostalgia with that film. To me, it's the greatest animation superhero film that's ever hit the theaters, in my opinion. And I really want. And it, the only reason why it didn't do a sequel, I did some French. It bombed. It didn't do well at the box office. It I. From everything for Kevin Conway's performance as Batman to Mark Hamlin's Joker, just everything about that movie, I am a fan of, and I just love that fucking movie. All right, so the top here, here's number four. Let's see. Hold on, I think it might be an odd one. Let's see. I, I rate the Lego, Lego movie, one, yeah. Lego movie last, and then Batman and Robin, and then I rate the Justice League. Then you went Batman Forever. Then you went Batman sixty six. Then you yeah. went Batman Returns. Then you went Justice League. Then you went that one. And then now you got four. And no, just no. You're on number four. You put Batman or Superman in your top five, so you're on four now as well. My fourth one is Batman Begins. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that was good. All right, my I really like what they did with that. All right, my third one. I love Rise of. I mean, I love Rise of Gold, but I thought. I mean, my third my one. My first time watching that, I was just. All right, my third one. Wait a minute, I'm, I think I'm missing one because I didn't write the. I didn't write the oh, see, that's what I thought too. Man. All right, so my fourth one will be Batman Begins. I'm on my fourth one. The fourth one I will have will be Batman Begins. That will be my. That will be mine. That's my thing. I, I went to the theaters and saw that movie. I was in sixth grade at Garden City. I went and saw it, and I had a good time watching it. And I And I actually, I feel like it's underrated. I don't think it's much love as it needs, in my opinion. Oh, for sure, yeah, man. that's definitely my All fourth. Right. It'd be Batman Begins. Now we're in the top three. Mm. Somewhere, somewhere along the line, I got lost, but I'd, I'd say the Fanta- uh, the Phantom, Master of the Phantoms. That's probably like my sixth. Okay, cool. Okay, so all right, so my top three. Number three is the Snyder Cut, and the reason why it's Snyder Cut. I know Batman's not in it hugely, but he's a big part of it. I it's mean, it's a good film. It's just a great movie, and. Zack Snyder gets visual shots better than anybody in this fucking in this industry. The guy can find a visual shot, you know, just little things like with you know the Justice League standing over the fucking the pit and they, that face to face they have with Dark Side in, or when Batman is um, you know the Batman is literally like uh, what is it like you know just the things the the, the conversation with him and Flash and, and and Barry's pit or the thing with Cyborg. It's just everything he gets in that. Snyder for a comic fan shot the shot of the shot of the shot the four hour runtime. everybody has an issue with it I fucking don't <laughs> I took a day off work to watch that thing I watched that film three times in less than 20 in less than uh, 24 hours of release that's a lot of fucking time dude yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I watched it when I got home I took a nap watched it again and I watched it um, when I, saw, I got up at 3 o'clock that morning I watched it again I, wa- I fell in love with that fucking movie it, to me it's it's everything I wanted but I just want more. What's your number three? My number three is Dark Knight Rises. Okay. I'm a huge fan of uh, now. Top. Uh, yeah, Tom Hardy, man. I love the way he did Bane. I love uh-huh. the way he portrayed Bane. 
That's the right. everything about that movie was off the chamber. Man. Now we, I have two left. We both have two left. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, leave my, I'm gonna leave my top two up for kind of for grabs, but I'll get into that. What's your number two? The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking. The only thing that holds me back from putting number one, we never got, we're never gonna get a follow to because the ledger's passing. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of Christian Bale's Batman. Oh, I already knew that. I knew that. My number one. I I walked away from that going. This is the fucking. This is exactly what I wanted for a Batman movie. This it, is a true Batman. Movie. It's a true Batman film for fans that grew up reading the comics, wanting a detective. Because every one thing that Batman films have a problem with, he's in the background. The only other film that got it right was Batman vs Superman. He got more screen time in it because of you know what happened. Yeah. In this film, he's in ninety nine point percent, ninety nine almost every fucking scene. He he's he even in. narrates his own movies. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So that to me, you get a Batman film, in my opinion, plain and simple. All right, my number two is the Batman. Mm-hmm. My number one is the Dark Knight. Right. I couldn't bring myself to say that, that the Dark Knight was the, the better film. Mm. I, but I will say this now: you can flip flop these either way that you want. Mm-hmm. The better Batman film is the Batman. The better film, the better movie, mm-hmm. is, to me, is The Dark Knight. Plant. The Dark Knight was more centered around the villain, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Batman was more centered around the Batman. So take with that what you will. I, I definitely believe that the Batman was a, was a better Batman movie. Oh. But overall, as a, as a movie, mm-hmm. the reason why is because all throughout The Dark Knight, dude, when I mean I was sucked into that movie, <laughs> I was... I don't understand. You know what? You know what the Dark Knight is. It's a comic book version of Heat. You ever seen Heat? Yeah. With De Niro, Pacino. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me ask you a question. In that film, did you root for De Niro or did you root for Pacino? I prefer De Niro. Legends De Niro. Yeah, absolutely. See what I'm but saying? That's the why, <laughs> yeah. That's the reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, someone posted that they were like, "Do you like the bat? Do you think that movie is a, a better movie because of Heat or because of Batman?" The Batman he, movie is a better movie. Bad movie because of, of, of the Batman. Man, the Dark Knight is a better movie because of the Joker. Because of he's absolutely. You're right. So absolutely. that's, that's the only reason why I put I understand. Them at number one. I understand. Now, live action Batmans we're going to rank. Oh, fuck. Let's go. <laughs> Adam West, Val Kimmer, Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Robert Patterson. Am I missing anybody else? Mm, George Clooney. No, no, I said, no, okay. No, you didn't say so you, I want you to go because there's, there's six. You start. Oh, there's seven. Ben Affleck. Uh, or is there oh, Bill. I forgot about Bill. Okay, yeah. so you rank. Of course, you leave out Bill. <laughs> I know. I forget. So you go ahead and rank. You go from seven, and I'll get seven up, and I'll we'll do this. We'll do my, the opposite. My seventh is out the gate. George Clooney. Seven for me is George Clooney as well. It was. It wasn't his fault, man. It's bad direction. It was just a bunch of one liners. And if you go to history on that, I mean, I like George Clooney, but I, he's just. Not. You realize he doesn't take like he the certain films he takes after that he's very picky with films he takes. No, Batman and Robin about ruined his fucking career, dude. I did. It was terrible. All right, dude had nipples on the suit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number six for you, Adam West. Okay, number six for me. I'm gonna go Val Kilmer. Uh, Val Kilmer was okay, but I just there's nothing memorable, memorable about him. There's yeah. nothing memorable about him as Batman for me. So I'm gonna go six. Who's your number five? Val Kilmer. Number five for me. Is Adam West? Uh he just—he's good at what he does, but that it—it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I had him at six. Who's your number? I mean, it, it, dude, to be honest, I actually kept flipping him back and forth. The, the, yeah, that, because it's like, it's like, whoa. Yeah, my number four is Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton? My number four is Christian Bale. Not a big fan of Bale, man. I told you. I like it. I think he's good in the role, but I think by the end of Dark Knight Rises, I'm like, can you get this motherfucker off me, screen, let, please? Let me guess, your number three is, is uh, Michael Keaton. It is actually. I knew it because my number three is Christian Bell. I like my. I am a Michael Keaton. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I agree. I, dude, that was another one I wanted to yeah. flip flop. But, but number, but number three is Michael Keaton for me. Uh, he is top three Batman still in my opinion. He is badass what he gets. Maybe at the Flash performance, he might move up to number two or number one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you, you know, know, you never know. Who's your number? Th- uh, so who's your number two? My number two is Robert Patterson. My number two is Robert Patterson as well. Yeah. And it's number one, <laughs> it's Bat, Bat Fleck. Here's the thing, though, and I'm gonna drink on this. I'm gonna take a big drink on this one. <laughs> and I mean this. If things go the way they go, Patterson may be number one after yeah, that because he's because I think his performances are gonna age well. His first movie to me is better than Batman Begins, so I feel like they're on definitely on pace to break that you know the Dark Knight trilogy. I think they'll mm-hmm. eventually make definitely better better movies. I think the second movie could possibly beat, most definitely could possibly beat uh, the Dark Knight. But yeah, my my number one is, is the same as your number one, Ben Affleck, dude. On point, you know, with the comic books. On point with the, I mean, Frank Miller is definitely one of my favorite versions of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um and. Dude, the, the, that's the be- that's the greatest fight scene that I've ever seen. The warehouse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what. Every time I think Paris is better than nah, man. That warehouse scene, the warehouse scene, oh, Beverly Sumner, the you warehouse. Did ben Affleck this, his, his own movie where he doesn't split time with anybody else. He he he'll knock it out of the park. Bro, you know, because he that he, fight scene alone, is, bro. I've never seen any. Bro, my fair, my fair, my fair, and also I love the voice animatronic. I love that fucking yeah. voice animatronic he's got, and it's just bad. Do you believe? Or just the interaction when he, he's beating the fuck out of Superman. He's using crypt, crypt, uh, kryptonite. Breathe. That's fear. You're not brave. Yeah. Boom. Men are brave. I love, I get goosebumps. I remember the theater watching it. I was like, oh my God. And the smoke that he uses has lead in it so Superman can't see. Yeah. And then like, and like, also that, that scene where he's fucking trained, where he's lifting those fucking weights. I'm like, Bro, does everything, savage. savage. I love Batfleck and that fucking, and Bro, the end of. The, you put those Batmans in a room, Ben Affleck walks out that room. I swear to God, he was. Christian Bale, thing, Christian Bale's too, people realize how small Christian Bale is. And Patterson's got some height on him. Keaton's probably got some, got some a little bit, but you put those guys in a room, Affleck's going to tear you apart. Yeah, bro. Hands down, bro. That dude was a straight savage yeah. in that warehouse scene. So overall, man, you walked out of the Batman film excited like a motherfucker like I did, basically. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. At first, I'm not going to lie, I gave it a hard eight. And the only reason why is because I didn't, like I said, the, the runtime. Right. And uh, there was just certain times in the movie where I, I kind of lost that part where I was sucked in. Right. But then, like I said, as it, 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 pull, off, it pulls you back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a little slow for me at times. Right. I'll, but after I watched it the second time, that's an eight, nine solid right. for sure. Like a low-key nine, really. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it's just one of those films where I just go and sit there and say, like, it's going to age so well. It really is. And it's gonna, I think it's the gonna, more you watch it. The better it is. Yes. The greater it is. And I think that's what it is. DC's got some good things going on, man, right now. I'm excited for Black Adam because the Rock's involved. And, you know, they got Dr. Fate coming in. you got Hawkman coming yeah, in. Pierce Bronson. Pierce, 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 Pierce,
Oh yeah, his workout video. You ever see his? You ever see his workout videos? Oh shit. man, I think I'm I going. On Instagram, he's I, I love him, and you know what's thing is about the Rock is like everybody calls him Dwayne Johnson. He's the Rock to me, yeah, goddamn it. Yeah, so Absolutely. like, I go to the gym. I think I got a sick pump in. And I go in like, oh my god, I'm I'm nowhere near. Here's this motherfucker with two big ass forty pound chains on, doing doing put doing pin ups in his fucking push up, and his arms are fucking like Popeye. He's he's amazing. The dude's near, knocking on 52, and he doesn't look a day age. No. Oh, it's insane. So, we got Aquaman. That Aquaman sequel coming out. They pushed it back. I'm excited for that. I'm a big Jason Momoa fan. Dude, I thought they knocked it out of the park with the first one. Oh, well, yeah, James Wan involved. That's why I knew it would be a good film. They, yeah, they cast him perfectly. Right. And I'll tell you the truth. If Momoa does a great Aquaman, but just hear me out, please, DC. I need a Lobo film. That's the guy for Lobo. Oh, that's the guy for Lobo. That's the guy for Lobo. The built, the tattoos. How do they do that, though? Well, I mean, they, I guess they could do it the same way they did with Josh Brolin. They could. I'd take, hey. Josh Brolin was, you know, he's Cable and Thanos. You imagine Momoa. You imagine Momoa's fucking, his sense of humor and shit. Give him a radar film. The way he is, it'd be, he would knock it out of the park. I'll tell you, another guy would be a great, great Lobo is Ryan Hurst. Opie from fucking um, yeah. from Sunset Arc. I think yeah. he'd be good as Lobo. But I need that. Frontier we, off of uh, Bernard Stein. Yep. I think yeah. he'd be good. If you keep the long hair and that beard, He, would, I think he can nail it. Um, also, like, um, I love fucking, um, you know, I'm excited for The Flash. We're getting a Flashpoint film. Finally, after all these years. Man, dude, I was so upset when they said that they were. Uh, they pushed it back. Yeah, well, the Batman was going to die in that movie. That, that rumor breaked out about Affleck was going to get killed and there was going to be Keaton. I was like, what? Dude, I really think they're going to, I really think they're going to restore the Snyderverse. I really think they are. I think they, I think, well, they got new, somebody. Just give me, dude, just, 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 just give me a, a Deathstroke video, a movie. Just give me a Deathstroke. We want that. That's what I, I want Affleck and Deathstroke. That's yeah. what, the, the, the Joe Mano, what we saw in the snark cut of what, what, what happened with Superman loses his mind. Legion of Doom. Oh, yes. Yeah, dude. Just yeah, give it's us coming. Just, just Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> Right, I just and then you know, we got a Batgirl film coming out on HBO Max or a series. We also got a HBO Max is giving right. We're gonna get a limited series on the Penguin. The Arkham, uh, the Arkham front. Yeah, this. which I'm excited about. They're I mean, doing a spinoff of the Penguin. Uh, rumors of the uh, the Catwoman. Yeah, I can't. Oh God, I just can't. Oh my God, it's just a great time to be a Mar- be a comic book fan. Whether you're a Marvel fan, DC fan, it's a great time to be alive, man. It's like me being a pro wrestling fan right now. I got more than one promotion to watch, and I got more than more than one comic book movie to watch. Yeah, I know you think I'm a closet Marvel fan, and maybe I am, but dude, I don't, I, dude. What a time to be alive for! Oh fuck for yeah! A comic fan. Yeah, I enjoy both. I do too. Don't get it I'm more hardcore. I, here, yeah, right? I'm hardcore DC <laughs> over here, and I will defend DC movies to the day I'm oh, dead. Yeah, and some people don't understand the tone DC is because they're just darker than Marvel. It's because it's for adults. <laughs> it's for adults. That's more mature adults, goddammit. All right. But anyway, that concludes this episode. I want to thank you for coming on, Jared. Maybe we'll get you on a review of Black Adam or something like that. I think we had a good yeah, chemistry. That would, that would be awesome. All right. And I will leave you guys to this. I don't bullshit. I just tell like it is. Straight up.